The following pre-recorded program is paid for by SSI Guardian. Welcome to Living Well with Dr. Peg with your host, psychologist and author, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. Living Well with Dr. Peg explores a variety of mental health, wellness, and safety topics brought to you by SSI Guardian. Living Well with Dr. Peg shares effective and practical psychological strategies based on biblical principles for living well and staying safe. To listen to previous episodes, learn more about Dr. Peg's mental health and safety workshops, or to register for an upcoming VIP personal transformation retreat. Visit drpegradio.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. Peggy Mitchell Clark. Hello, listeners. We're one month into the new year. Where are you with your New Year's resolutions and goals? Well, if you're ready for a change but feeling stuck, I'd like to invite you to participate in one of my Do Something Different for a Change VIP Personal Transformation Retreats. Enjoy a full day of refreshment, reflection, and strategic planning in an individual retreat or small group session. We'll explore where you are, determine where you want to go, and identify what's keeping you stuck. You'll leave with a personalized plan to accelerate your personal transformation and help you walk in freedom and purpose. Go to drpegradio.com to reserve your spot in a Do Something Different for Change personal transformation retreat. Well, it's a blessing to be back with you on the air for another episode of Living Well with Dr. Peg, which is brought to you every week by our sponsor, SSI Guardian. And we're coming to you from Denver, Colorado, and streaming around the world online and from your smartphone apps. And if you missed last week's episode or any episode of Living Well with Dr. Peg, be sure to go to drpegradio.com for the program archives, and you can also check out information about the show. My sponsor and my mental health, wellness, and safety consulting services, workshops, books, and retreats. Well, I'm a firm believer that everyone has at least one book in them, and today we're going to help you get that book out of you. (laughs) My guest in the studio with me today is David Rupert, founder of Writers on the Rock, one of the largest one-day Christian writers' conferences, and Writers on the Rock takes place in Lakewood, Colorado, on February 25th, 2017. David Rupert, thank you so much for being with me and welcome to the program. I am so excited to be here. Yes, yes. It's just a blessing uh, to have met you. And um, I've been invited to be a keynote speaker at this year's conference. And we'll get into more about uh, what the conference is going to focus on this year. But if you would, uh, David, tell the listeners about yourself and how you got started as a writer and being an advocate for writers. Sure. So, you know, I first knew that I was a writer probably about in the ninth grade when my (laughs) English teacher handed me a paper with uh, some particularly encouraging remarks and Mm. wanted me to continue to pursue that. And um, and throughout my my life, I uh, was in the military. I carried mail. I Mm. worked in McDonald's. You know, I did a lot, a whole variety of different things. But all along the way, I was writing Mm. because. I was a writer, yes. and I knew that at a very early age. And and I believe a lot of people, you know that you had that gift, and uh, perhaps you haven't used it. And and it took me a while to kind of figure out and admit to myself that I was a writer. And, and uh, you know, we'll get into it more, but, you know, just because you're not making money or you don't have – books on somebody's shelf doesn't mean you're not a writer. Mm-hmm. And and that's something that has taken me to new places and new realizations. And with Writers on the Rock, we're all about empowering people 
to use the power of words Mm -hmm. for God's kingdom and also for their own self uh, awareness of who they are, Mm -hmm. because a lot of us try to fit round pegs and square holes And if you're a writer, you need to write. That's right. And that's right. No pun intended. And there really is a difference between um, writing and being a writer. It really is about your identity and kind of a purpose and just a compulsion to write in whatever form it takes. And so um, I like that you're really making that differentiation between being a writer and an author. And, um, you know, what how I led the show is everyone has at least one book in them. My point in that is not necessarily that it has to be a published book, but really everyone has a story to tell. Everyone has a message they can share, uh, whether it's the good news and the gospel message or it's some other message about their life experiences or what they've learned and want to encourage or um, educate the, the rest of the world with. Well, God's about story. Yes. <laughs> and and uh, and we have, we can open up the Bible and read the stories, but really until the Gutenberg Press, mm-hmm. uh, they're, you know, primarily uh, through audio and we would oh, hear those mm-hmm. stories and then retell them to our generations. Mm-hmm. And the Jews were told to retell them mm-hmm. to their children over and again. And that's how traditions and cultures have been passed on is through story. And God is, is really good about that. And as writers, uh, we help tell that story. And we also help tell the stories of others. So even though you may not be a writer yourself, you have a story Mm -hmm. and God has told that story. And so we're all about kind of helping retell those stories, not only to our generation, but to the generations in the future. Mm -hmm. Well, um, many, many writers may have heard of Michael Hyatt. And I heard him once explain that uh, uh, the difference between an author and a writer. And he talked about authors, and, and you may be using the words differently, but I think the, the ideas are, are valuable. Authors have ideas, insights, concepts, and a message, a story to tell um, that's ultimately conveyed, but they don't necessarily have to be the ones who do the actual writing. <laughs> so an author exactly. is the one with the big picture, the vision, the message, the story. And you can always hire a writer, a true writer, to ghost write it for you or, or write it um, along with you. Um, the writer might do all the research, might do some of the editing, might do some of the organizing. So again, um, there's a difference between being an author and a writer and, and really to just write. Uh, one of the themes of the conference, Writers on the Rock, is write where you are. That's, and that's what we want people to do is is to, no matter where they're at uh, on this planet or in their place of life, that they need to be writing. And even if it's opening a journal mm-hmm. and, and expressing those things that are on your heart. And I find myself that I can be most honest with myself and most honest with God mm-hmm. when I'm putting words to paper because mm-hmm. it's just – you, you know, you can, you can fluff it up with all kinds of adjectives and adverbs, and and but when you're writing it, especially honesty, the authenticity, mm-hmm. and and that's what this generation is looking for is authenticity in words, and and writers can help bring that to this mm-hmm. world. That's right, and uh, you, you know, uh, you really are emphasizing that our words mean something. Words are a powerful way for people to express themselves, and. Um, not everyone has to be that published author. I, I watched your video on um, the homepage of the Writers on the Rock uh, website, and you were at Cadillac, uh, is it called Cadillac Ranch? Cadillac, Cadillac Ranch. Ranch. Yeah. And I uh, just had a, a v- beautiful visual of words. And, and you can be a writer um, as a graffiti artist, uh, as, a, as a rap artist, as, as a poet and spoken word artist. You can write screenplays. You can write blogs. 
you even talked about uh, you can write obituaries, write a letter to someone. Say, say more about some of those other alternative well, ways. Well, my, uh, when my mother died, um, there was no doubt in my family as to who would write, write mm. the obituary. Mm-hmm. As they, people immediately started feeding me things. You need to include this. And, you, and because they knew that and, – and that was such a high honor to be mm-hmm. able to boil my mother's life down into 200 words. It was mm. difficult, but it was it – was, you know, it was a wonderful, beautiful task. And and I think that writers can also be writing letters to of encouragement to other people. Mm-hmm. And we need to be going on websites and adding comments mm-hmm. to blogs and and Facebook to giving that some sanity and some salt and light. And and writers can do a lot of other things besides be on the end cap at Costco. Uh, <laughs> it, that would be a wonderful thing, but uh, what we are all about is taking writers right where they are and empowering them to start writing. And once you start writing, then all of a sudden you'll start finding your voice. And mm. your voice is the one that God's given you. Yes. And too often we try to do other things. We, you know, and we can't, and, and we try to have gifts that are not ours. Mm-hmm. And this gift of writing is something that God gave you. And, and he's not waiting for you to get a contract. He's not waiting for you to get paid. He's saying, yes. if you have this gift, I expect you to use it. Yes. And and we can do it in a lot of other ways. There there has never been a time on planet Earth where it's been better for writers. The world has flattened because with blogs, you could start a blog thirty minutes from the end of the show mm-hmm. and have your first published work. If it's if it's written and others can see it, it's published, right. and you're a published author. And you can do that. Uh, you can self-publish. You can write poetry. You can. Uh, there's so many ways to express yourself right now, and the world is flattened. And so mm-hmm. writers have no excuse. Uh, it's right there before <laughs> you, yes. and and there's so many different ways. And I've seen such power in the smallest of expressions. Um, you know, forget the market. Forget what sells. Uh, start a blog. Pen poems. Send mm-hmm. notes to your pastor. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, prisoners were part of a, 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 a writing letters to prison yeah. ministry in our church that has been powerful mm-hmm. and encouraging. And we live in such amazing times, and we really need to stand up and start using the God yes. this, gifts God gave that's, us. That's awesome, really inspiring. I know you also believe as writers our wor- words can make a difference. God really uses our gifts as writers to change the world. Um, the slogan for my publishing company, Living Well Press, is bringing life-changing books to the world one book at a time. And really, we could extend that, bringing a life-changing message to the world one letter at a time, one essay at a time, one blog at a time. Really, we can change people's lives and the world. Well, look at the, the history of story and mm-hmm. and how words have have uh, won over love, mm. you know, uh, and they have also chased us into war. And words have divided families, mm. and yet they've united kingdoms. Mm. And, you know, Jesus used a touch and a word, and word. And he was to heal. the word, is the word. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, words, when strung together, are really powerful things. And that's how we pass on from generation to generation. Mm. And, and, uh, and they have such power, whether you're a blogger or you write thank you notes or you have a column in your church newsletter, mm-hmm. um, you know, God cares about words and, you know, so much that he assigned that to, mm. to Jesus, yes. you know, that title of being the, the word. word. And so it, it, 
you know, it changes and it can change the world and you can change the world. Yes. And think about uh, the ultimate written word, the Holy Bible, uh, how it changes not only our individual lives, but has just changed and will continue to change uh, the world. Um, just the value of that that written world. Now, I know that um, your Writers on the Rock conference was born out of a small group of writers who found value in community and connecting and who bonded over that love of the written word. Uh, talk about how and why you did start the Writers on the Rock conference for Christian writers. Well, a lot of um, a lot of writers groups, if you've ever been to any, some of them um, have a real uh, uh, they're very concentrated on on publishing and contracts, and they can be mm-hmm. a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And some of them are very high minded, where people come and they purse their lips and they read things to each other and and there's there's feedback given. We wanted to, to flatten that mm-hmm. and to make it accessible to people of every genre. And within our group, we have uh, a 30 year sports writer for a major pub for major newspaper, and we have uh, somebody who just writes poetry, mm-hmm. and uh, we have somebody who is a, a professional commenter on blogs, and that's what she does. <laughs> Other uh, she writes a daily devotion and puts it on her blog. And we have somebody who's uh, published uh, uh, a dozen books, mm-hmm. and you know one of them sold uh, a couple hundred thousand copies. And so we have this broad array of people who are brought into our group, and we call it Church for Writers mm-hmm. because <laughs> it it perfectly mm-hmm. is a sample of what the the church and as it's laid out and as Paul describes it is that we have all kinds of people of every kind of stripe they come together with their gifts. And they lay them on the altar, and mm. we, we put it together for the sake of the kingdom. And we encourage each other. We motivate each other. Mm-hmm. We praise each other. When we, need, when we need someone to tell us to get our act together <laughs> and some encouragement, we mm-hmm. can do that. And so that's what Writers on the Rock did. And we kind of saw a little niche here in, in the front range because, uh, you know, L.A. has actors and Nashville draws musicians. I really believe the Denver area is drawing writers. Mm. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of published writers in this area and more and more pouring every day. It's a magnet. Mm. And God is stirring and doing something around here. And uh, when we had our first conference, we kind of just expected a few of our closest friends and and we had 160 people mm. come and it really surprised us. And mm-hmm. and again, we were surprised last year and we're, we're expecting another surprise this year. And, and it's just because of what we're doing is, is just making that accessible of encouragement and motivation. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we've seen over the last couple of years is dozens of dozens of books have come out of it, mm. uh, hundreds of articles. Uh, lives are being changed mm-hmm. because all of a sudden people are finding the power of words and they're finding their voice. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like when you're walking on on a muddy a muddy trail and all of a sudden you find some dry ground and you find your mm-hmm. footing. And that's what these writers are doing mm-hmm. is they're finding their footing. They're saying yes. I am a writer. Yeah. And once you get over that first roadblock, then the sky's the limit, and mm-hmm. we're there to help you. Well, I can only imagine what what an encouragement uh, it is to be a part of that group because I, I feel my spirit kind of leaping just sitting here speaking with you and, and hearing you passionately speak about 
uh, using our God-given gifts as writers and um, being able to share a, a message that the Lord has given us to share. Uh, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, and we, ca- we as writers can share our testimony, what the Lord has done, uh, what he has shown us that might be an encouragement uh, to others. So the, the conference really seeks to help writers uh, find their calling and their confidence uh, to evoke change in the world is, is a true yeah. mission of the group. Uh, yeah, it really is. And, and um, you know, and it's people, um, if you're a writer and you, you're sitting around, uh, say, a Christmas uh, celebration and people ask you, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody's going around and then it gets to you and, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm writing, I'm working, I'm working on a book or I'm, you know, and, and people are kind of like they roll their eyes because most people don't get writers. Mm-hmm. They really don't. Mm-hmm. And so we work in isolation. We work late at mm-hmm. night after we put the kids away or we scribble something on the bus to work or we we have these notes tucked in our Bible or or something hidden away that we tap away. And we we work in isolation and in this darkness. And and um, what doing this in community does is it brings into light your gift and it's a motivation and encouragement. And we don't we we should nobody should be in isolation with their gifts mm-hmm. from God. We mm-hmm. should all be in community because that's mm-hmm. what God is about. Yes. Amen. Well, the the attendees are diverse. Uh, you, you've had surprises over the couple of years in terms of the amount of interest. Uh, and you have not only in your writers group, but also at the conference, there'll be a, a diverse group of participants and published authors with a lot of experience, um, experienced editors, with a, it mixed in with new and unpublished writers. Uh, what can our listeners expect at this year's conference on February 25th, Writers on the Rock Conference? Well, first of all, you're going to find people who get you. Yeah, you yeah. Know, so when you're sitting around coffee and you say, yeah, I'm a writer, and they're like, oh, yeah, I get it. You know, and, <laughs> you know, and that's the best thing is that yeah. kind of encouragement, too. And, and you're going to find a non-judgmental uh, atmosphere, mm-hmm. and you're going to find a place where you're accepted and loved. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to offer uh, about 15 breakouts Wow. Um, all kinds of different breakouts on different subjects that maybe we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, three really uh, great keynotes of which you're one of them. I'm, I'm super Thank excited you. about that. Um, and it's a little something for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have things for fiction writers. We have uh, we have breakouts for people who want to write children's books. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, uh, classes geared just for the new writer. Mm-hmm. And if you want to self-publish, which is a, a very popular thing today, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to tell you how to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're an experienced writer, how to how to write for a market and how to do that. Uh, we even have a special place for poets. Right. And poets mm-hmm. are, uh, you know, have a tough place. There's really mm-hmm. not a big market for mm-hmm. poets. And yet, you know, somebody that can can put verse to rhyme is is a really gifted person and what do you do with that mm-hmm. gift and we have somebody from colorado christian university who teaches christian mm-hmm. poetry is going to be there and help you Excellent. and encourage you poets need encouragement mm-hmm. <laughs> well and, and that's the beauty of the conference because uh, for example i've i've run writers groups in the past and done writing workshops and it i always segregate it to nonfiction writing mm-hmm. because that's the genre i write in and so um What's so beautiful about this conference is there's the, the mix of genres and um, target audiences. And um, it seems that we each have something we can learn from one another and share that we really don't need to be segregated at a fiction conference or a nonfiction conference. It's beautiful because we have somebody who, who writes 
uh, about zombies uh, <laughs> sitting next to the to the lady who writes beautiful devotions every day. Yeah. And and that's the beauty of of being a Christian writer mm. is that under the tent of Jesus Christ, we all have this gift and we're trying to find our mm. way of expressing it and still honoring him. Amen. Yeah. And so that's kind of been the really what's been the popularity of our groups. We've got multiple groups that meet around the city on a mm-hmm. monthly basis, uh, as well as this yearly conference. It's just that 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 ability to draw and encourage people of every genre mm-hmm. so you don't feel judgment. And we're more about the heart rather than the art. Mm-hmm. Uh, the art of writing is, is something that you need to study and mm-hmm. you need to be good at because there's a lot of terrible writing out there. Um, and we will encourage you to, to do that. But mm-hmm. But really, we're about the heart of the writer mm-hmm. and we want to encourage you to follow God and to, to follow that first. And then, then all these things will be added. Unto mm-hmm. you. And so really providing a, just a, a nurturing environment uh, with connection uh, with others. And so, like you said, it really is church for writers <laughs> to yeah. be able to um, come together um, with one united purpose and, and, um, under the auspices of Jesus Christ himself and really be able to express your unique, the way he created you uniquely. And and we're not going to make you famous and we're not going to make you rich. And, not necessarily. And we're not <laughs> going to make you, you popular, know. <laughs> you know, but we're going to help you find your footing on mm-hmm. that muddy path. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, once you find that, then the world just opens up to you mm-hmm. and all the connections that are made and the people that are helping each other and getting published right. and, and and just just the encouragement alone is worth uh, worth coming. Yes, I, I would say the connection and um, information that you get just from one another, whether it's a formal uh, breakout session or not, just making those connections, sharing and encouraging one another. Right. Yes. Uh, can you say more about the you mentioned different writing groups around uh, the Denver metro area, and we have listeners uh, outside of the state. Uh, for those who are listening uh, in Colorado, what are some options for them? Are they open to the public? Yeah, so we, we have those. Uh, we meet, uh, we have one in, in Highlands Ranch that meets uh, 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 the second Saturday of the month, the third Saturday of the month. There's one that meets uh, in downtown Denver. Uh, the last Tuesday of the month, we meet in Lakewood. Uh, we have a new group starting in North Glen. And then another one starting in Colorado Springs. And if you're listening outside the Denver metro area, contact me, and I'll help you start your group. Um, we'll uh, uh, we'll kind of give you a little path on on how to do this, and and uh, it's something a little bit different than most writers groups mm-hmm. that are out there. But I'll I'll help you do that because I really think that writers in every city need to be encouraged. Because there's not really a great place in the church where you're encouraged, and so we need to find each other and motivate each other and spur each other on to mm-hmm. love and good deeds. And the writers groups are also Writers on the Rock. That's yes, folks Writers on the Rock uh, covers mm-hmm. our, our writers groups Different as well. groups. Mm-hmm. And I find that you might, you might have in any given congregation a writer or a published author who might organize something where I've done some workshops in the past at my church, for example, uh, and I know um, there are other... Uh, Colorado published authors who are members of congregations in their starting groups or they're holding workshops. Mm -hmm. And so you might be fortunate to be in that particular local body. And for those who are still looking for that connection, there's different groups. I'm glad to see um, all over the Denver metro area and even Colorado Springs. Mm -hmm. It's excellent. In terms of um, some of the um, breakout sessions, you talked about fiction and children, uh, the children's market, and those are really I think specialty niches 
Um, what what can we expect in those uh, categories? Well, um, in in fiction, is uh, you know that's uh, that's an interesting world because mm-hmm. it's it's really opening up to a lot of different genres now, and and it's uh, you know in telling a story that still has the heart of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and zombies. Have, yeah, and <laughs> zombies. And, you know, last year we had the author of the zombie Bible mm. as one of our speakers. Wow. And, uh, you know, and it was just the heart and the love was was there. And you so you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our uh, speakers is Catherine DeVries. You might n- not know her name, but she was one that came up with the Action Bible, which has sold a million mm. copies uh, for children. So she is all wow. about that, and she'll be. She's one of our speakers on how to speak and write for children. Excellent! Wow. So there's some, as you said, uh, Colorado has some very accomplished writers living right here and willing to share. That's the beautiful thing yes. that they're willing to share their gifts and share their message to encourage uh, their peers in writing. And it, it seems like there's no real hierarchy of just because you're published. It really is everyone is on an even playing field, and that's such a blessing. Well, my guest, uh, you're listening to David Rupert, and he's the organizer and founder of the Writers on the Rock Conference. Don't go away. We'll be right back. One needs to look no further than today's headlines to understand the threats facing American schools. They remain soft targets for violent threats, and yet our schools go largely underprepared. Our children deserve the highest level of education in the safest learning environment possible. The SSI Guardian QAL, or Quick Action Lockdown, is the fastest and safest way to lock down a classroom. This revolutionary device provides schools with maximum locking protection while meeting all safety, fire, and building codes. Designed by the leading lock experts in the world, the QAL is the only lock that meets Department of Homeland Security primer recommendations. SSI Guardian QAL now makes classroom lockdowns fast and safe with the red button. As a parent, you have every right to demand that your child is afforded the best classroom protection. Take action today by calling SSI Guardian at 877-878-5800 or go to guardianprotect.com. That's guardianprotect.com. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Pro-life activists staging rallies at Planned Parenthood centers around the country today are being met by supporters of the organization. The demonstrators want the administration to pull federal funds from the abortion group. Iraqi officials now say five people are dead, dozens injured after clashes broke out during anti-government protests today in Baghdad. Later, two rockets landed on the parade grounds in the center of the compound that's home to Iraqi's government and most foreign embassies but no one was hurt. President Trump is spending part of his Saturday golfing with Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe at one of his golf courses in Florida. And water starting to flow over an emergency spillway at the nation's tallest dam in Oroville in northern California after erosion damaged the main spillway earlier this week from heavy rains. This is SRN News. Boyles, if you were born before 1956, you own a home, you're rolling in dough, please disregard the message. But you were born before 1956, you own a home, you have questions about how you're going to pay your mortgage on your retirement income, or even have extra money to travel and thrive, we would love to send you a complimentary Colorado Retirees Mortgage Planning Guide filled with practical options to help you plan the retirement management of your home. Now, this report is especially helpful for those who may view their Social Security and past savings insufficient to accomplish their retirement goals. 
Here's my best friend, Brian Murphy. I'm Brian Murphy, owner of Front Range Mortgage, a local Colorado-only mortgage team that's helped hundreds of retired Coloradans to game plan options to help make their homes work for them in their retirement years. Call me and my local Colorado-only team and request a free copy of our report or to speak directly with our team. Again, our number, 303-500-1900, 303-500-1900. Visit FrontRangeMortgage.com. NMLS number 378844, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please listen. Families destroyed, lives ruined. We've seen it countless times, and it happens to good people. It's not too late to get help. Hi, I'm Eric Lapp, founder of the Raleigh House of Hope Addiction Treatment Centers right here in Denver. I founded the Raleigh House because I've seen the devastation firsthand. Addiction hurts, but there is a way back. Our skilled team is here for you. You've been thinking about getting help. Now is the time. Call the Raleigh House of Hope at 720-729-2221. That's 720-729-2221. Hi, I'm Tony Sterniola, a Christian divorce attorney. My first advice is to keep your marriage together if possible. But if that is not possible, I'm here to provide you with caring legal help to move forward and still honor the Lord. We will help you honor your stewardship of your money and children. Our goal is to assist you on the road to peace and direction in this difficult time. So call me, Tony Sterniolo, today at 303-831-4400. That's 303-831-4400. To learn more about living well with Dr. Pegg, visit drpegradio.com. And now, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. Welcome back, everyone. My guest is David Rupert, and he's the founder of Writers on the Rock Conference for Christian Writers in Lakewood, Colorado, on February 25th, 2017. David, thank you again for being with me live in the studio. This has been fun. Thank you. Well, we're pre-recorded, but we're live right now (laughs) as we're talking. Now, um, how can writers learn more about the conference, the speakers, and register to attend this exciting one-day conference? Well, the first place to go is uh, writersontherock.com. And if you go there... Uh, you'll find a list of all the speakers. You'll find a list of all the breakouts. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the costs are uh, uh, right now is uh, fifty nine dollars. And uh, but I've got a little special code for listeners. If yes. if you want, um, if you use the promotional code Doctor Peg, um, that's that's not a coincidence. But, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll give you a pretty good discount on your registration, and I encourage you to do that do that soon. And um, uh, there's there's really a lot. You'll start looking at the speakers and saying just really how uh, what they have to offer. You're going to find something for you, and all of a sudden you're just going to be overwhelmed because it's like I want to see everybody mm-hmm. because they're all really that good. Yes. And uh, the conference date is February 25th, so circle it on your calendar. It's a Saturday. Yep, Saturday. And for that price, uh, you're going to get admission. Uh, you're going to get your three keynotes. Uh, have access to all the breakout sessions. Uh, they'll, you'll be able to actually attend four of them with your time. Wow. And um, we're going to feed you lunch. Can't uh, We're going to give you coffee in the morning. Yeah. And, and so, and all the snacks and all the water, everything's included. So yeah. there's free parking. We're not going to nickel and dime Outstanding. you. Outstanding. So it's really a great value for what you get. And if you have any inkling at all, we want you to go. And if there's a writer in your life, mm-hmm. there is no more encouragement to say, I'd like to send you to this. And we have a special track for teens. Mm-hmm. It's at a wow. discounted yes. rate, a $30 rate. If you have a young person in your life that has that gift, 
Like somebody believed in me when yes. I was 17 years old. Carolyn Triano paid mm-hmm. for me to go to a writer's conference, and it changed my wow. life. And it can change the youth writer in your life. Uh, should be a teenager, somebody in high school or middle mm-hmm. school, and they need to come to this. It'll it'll forever change their outlook on their gift. Yes, and I think someone, who, a young person who's already showing that passion and inclination and and aptitude, it'd be a wonderful gift. And even someone who maybe in school and in English classes, ah, writing's not my favorite subject. I guarantee if they came to a conference like this, they'd be inspired. Well, even if, even if it's not to write, um, it's to find their heart and, and their find, voice and their voice yeah. and their gift. Yes. And maybe, maybe you're not into that, but maybe you're a, a sculptor or maybe you're a painter mm-hmm. or maybe you're a dancer. You're going to find enough here where we're going to talk about creativity. Yes. And you know who the most creative person in the world is probably the engineer because they use God's gift of creativity to be precise mm. and in measurement. And so mm-hmm. within all of us, there's creativity. Absolutely. So I want to say this is for everybody. It, but, I, I would agree yeah, with you, so. David. <laughs> and again, for my listeners, the code is Dr. Peg, D-R-P-E-G. And uh, I don't know if all caps matters, but mm. a D-R-P-E-G for a discount on your registration. So I encourage you to do that. I'll have links as well from my website, drpegradio.com, or you can go directly to writersontherock.com. Well, David, the, the conference has three themes this year, and we've alluded, I think, to all three already, but let's talk about each of these in more depth. Uh, the three themes this year for the conference are write with passion, write from the heart, and write to heal. So let's talk about write with passion. Uh, what, what do you mean when you use that, that word passion? Write with passion. Well, you know, passion is often misplaced, and um, sometimes we can get too passionate about things mm-hmm. where it overwhelms our good logic. And uh, we see some of that in the political arena. We see some of that on the church level. Um, you know, and but passion is one of those things. If if rightly bridled, it is what leads us into the next world of creativity. And I believe creative people should be right on that edge. Um, and we, there ought to be a line and we ought to be looking right down at that line and looking over at it. And that's what passion does. And, uh, you know, there's many calls to follow your passion, show your passion, mm-hmm. live your passion. Mm-hmm. And, and those are all good things, but writing from the heart, when you talk about that is heart is place heart is about where you're at right now and whereas passion is a pursuit mm. so mm. when i say write from the heart uh what we're saying is to write where you are to find mm-hmm. your roots to find the depth of your faith to find the depth of your being to find the depth of your of, of where you're at on this, on this planet. Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of heart things people can relate to. And if you've ever read somebody that describes a place and, but they, they write it with such ability that it's like, I've never seen that before. I've, I, I've walked past there a hundred times, but I've never seen what you've seen. Mm-hmm. That's writing from the heart. Mm-hmm. And we could do that with God's word and with where God has put us is the heart. Passion is writing about things 
that will drive us, mm. that will drive us into the things that need to happen on this planet. The, the salt and light that God has called us to be, that's writing with passion, is taking uh, uh, the scripture and have it so change our lives that we look to the future not like everybody else does, but with an entirely different zeal and energy. Mm-hmm. And so I, I hope that we would write from the heart, we would also write with passion. Yes. And I, w- a word that came to mind while you were talking about uh, writing from the heart is authenticity. Yeah. So really, where am I? The good, the bad, and the ugly. This is where I am. This is what God is showing me today. This is what I'm aware of in the moment, in this season. Uh, and I love what you said about passion is more of that pursuit, that thing that drives us, that intense desire uh, to be conformed into the in- image of Christ, to, to grasp grasp a hold um, of the prize, um, whereas writing uh, from the heart is really being authentic. This is where I am. And, and really, people can connect, I think, to either. Uh, they can connect to having the same dreams and passion and desire as you, and you might even inspire them with your enthusiasm. And they certainly can uh, relate to and connect with um, someone who's authentic and transparent. We have an entire generation that has shed in authenticity. That's a terrible word, but mm. they're looking for authenticity. Mm-hmm. They're they're tired of fake commercials, yes. of fake uh, bank accounts, of fake news. They mm. want authenticity. <laughs> they mm-hmm. want the reality, and that's something that we can bring as writers. Amen. This is reality, yeah. and we can describe it because God's given that gift of words to be able to to of descript mm-hmm. of description, not only of our surroundings, but of of the reality of life in our situation. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, don't think it's strange that you would experience trials of many kinds. And yeah. so it's about being real about here are the trials uh-huh. and here's what I went through and here's uh, how I persevered and here's how I overcame and here's the hope that I have in, in, in Christ. Uh, and people can really connect to that. Um, let's talk also about the third theme is um, right to heal, writing to heal. Uh, well, say more about that. And uh, writing to heal is something that you're going to speak on yes. at our conference, and um, we're we're very excited about that. Um, we really have a unique ability uh, of writing to heal because of our insight. Mm. When I go to the doctor, um, I trust him to be able to heal my body because he has studied, he has knowledge about things of which I do not. Um, all of his things are in Latin, and you know the the shin bone connects to the knee bone. I have no idea how they do that, but he does. Mm-hmm. And and as writers, we're able to we're given that insight by God, and we're able to write to heal. And with mm-hmm. one foot on the ground here on earth, God has opened up the door of heaven. We can peer mm-hmm. around the corner, so to speak, and we can look into heaven. We can look into the unseen. And then we come back and we can report mm-hmm. those things. Yeah. This is what I've seen. And this is what God has showed me. And here's, and I have the ability to describe that. You know, when Paul was, was taken into the third heaven, he couldn't even des- to describe it. And, um, you know, we can be brought into those things and just figure out some way of, of, des- of describing us. And those words and that insight can heal. We can heal a nation. It's our job uh, to, to do that, to mm-hmm. turn around. 
and we can reach a hurting world with, with words literally from heaven to heal the divide, to bring men and women to the peace of the kingdom. Amen. And, uh, and that is, our, I think, one of our greatest gifts as writers is first to, to write from the heart where we're at, mm. to write with passion where are we going, and then to use that passion to heal this world mm-hmm. um, that's, that's divided in so many ways. And we're divided because we're, we're separated from God. Mm-hmm. So how Amen. are we going to bridge that gap? We bridge it with our words. Amen. Amen. And that, that's so important. We know uh, one of my uh, mantras for the show is all good psychology is God's psychology. I'm trained as a psychologist and um, got saved after I got my Ph.D. in psychology. But what I realized and, and what God showed me was that anything that psychologists say works, what we call evidence-based, is actually Bible-based. Mm. Any principle that works in psychology is because we can trace it back to a principle from the Word, from God's Word. And so we can see different techniques that psychologists use around writing therapeutically. Journaling is a very powerful therapeutic tool, um, not only uh, to, to write to heal others. Uh, I'm going to be talking about at the conference how we can also use writing to heal ourselves. Uh, it, journaling uh, is such a powerful technique, and so we can journal as writers for our own healing. Uh, in addition to any revelation the Lord gives us, we can share with someone else, as we talked about. Uh, sharing our testimony helps other people overcome and helps other people heal uh, we can write a a story that causes us to reflect on our own lives. And in that process of sharing that message with others, the process of writing itself becomes healing for us as well. Uh, we're going to continue our conversation about writing right where you are. My guest is David Rupert, the founder of the Writers on the Rock Christian Writing Conference that's coming to Lakewood, Colorado on February 25th, 2017. You can go to my website, drpegradio.com, and use the Dr. Peg promo code for a discount. And you can go to writersontherock.com to learn all about our uh, speakers and breakout sessions. We're going to take a break, and don't go away. We'll be right back. Schools can no longer afford not to invest in a professional evidence-based advanced safety education training program. It's the single most important decision and investment a school administrator will ever make in their professional career. When all else fails, training and preparation are the only things that will increase your chances of survival in a violent incident such as an active shooter or active terrorism. SSI Guardian has set the new standard in advanced safety education by providing evidence-based advanced training programs tailored to your needs. While there are many basic training programs largely based on opinion and emotion. SSI Guardian is the only advanced training program of its type with an accredited continuing education unit or CEU issued by an accredited university. SSI Guardian has set the new standard in advanced safety education by providing evidence-based advanced training and solutions to learning institutions, faith-based and professional organizations. To learn more, call SSI Guardian today at 877-878-5800 or visit guardianprotect.com. To learn more about living well with Dr. Peg, visit drpegradio.com. And now, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. I'm back with David Rupert, founder of the Writers on the Rock 
Conference for Christian Writers being held on February 25th, 2017 in Lakewood, Colorado. Again, listeners, go to my website, drpegradio.com, for a link to the conference registration, a reminder of the discount code to register for a discount. That's Dr. Peg is that code. And uh, hope to see you at Writers on the Rock. I'm inspired just sitting here with you today, David. Uh, During the break, uh, we talked about the value and role of truth. Say more about that. Well, I I believe that um, even as uh, your psychology, you began to start tracing the things you learned back to Mm -hmm. some central core tenets that God placed. And and all truth comes from God. And, And if you're not sure what to write, you know you have this gift, you're not sure what to write. How about this? Write truth. Amen. Write truth. God, show me the truth and help me to write about it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's about life around you, about children, about uh, about politics, mm-hmm. uh, write truth. Amen. And, and you'll be blessed. Amen. And, and that writing will be a blessing to, yes. to others. We know the truth sets us free. And we can write truth even in the context of fiction and poetry, that we can have a message of truth. Uh, we can point the world to Jesus, who is truth, uh, even in a story of fiction, a, a children's uh, fictional story or poetry. And it doesn't have to be overtly full of scripture right, verses and, right. and quote, you, you write truth Amen. and you draw, people are drawn to truth. And once they're drawn to truth, then they're going to look to the author That's of the right. truth. And with my book, Do Something Different for a Change, the Lord showed me that his principles work for believers and unbelievers alike. And uh, for myself, as I said, I I got saved as an adult and um, the Lord reminded me how I felt when when believers came and started evangelizing. But I wasn't ready for that. They were planting seeds. Praise the Lord. Uh, But he reminded me, uh, you can bring my principles without quoting scripture. And that's what I did. And and, and it's in the self-help genre, uh, but it's all about um, truth and love. And um, the pa- the power of the Holy Spirit without actually using <laughs> any actual scripture. Uh, so we can do that with our writing, just focus on truth. David, I'm going to ask you to give some other helpful tips to our listeners who um, know that they're writers. They've already embraced that identity. They may already be writing and even writing as professionals. Uh, but what are some helpful tips for writers of blogs or online content. You said in our first segment that there's never been a better time to be a writer because of all the technology, because of the way we're so interconnected with the internet uh, and blogs and other online content are, are a wonderful place to start. What, what can, what kind of tips can you offer our listeners in that er- arena? Well, uh, as a writer, you should be writing and, uh, and I think it's really good for you to start sharing your writing. Mm. And you might want to do it just by sharing it with friends. You can come to one of our writers groups and share it there. You'll be loved and you'll mm-hmm. be appreciated um, and uh, and you'll be accepted. Uh, you could also start uh, pushing it out for on online. Uh, WordPress and Blogger both have free places. You can get mm-hmm. it set up in just a matter of minutes. And, and, uh, and I would recommend to people that are writing in the public sphere – as Christians, I don't. I think we should not write from a place of arrogance, mm. but humble confidence. Amen. Yes, and uh, and th- th- that term might strike you as uh, uh, incongruent, humble confidence. But but you you recall that scripture verse that says, "I know whom I believed, and I'm convinced that He's able to guard what I've entrusted to Him." until that day. Mm. And so that knowledge and that confidence should ooze out without being arrogant. 
So mm. sometimes you need somebody to check you. Mm. You know, am I coming? How am I coming mm-hmm. across here? Because you read a lot of things online that it's just like this person is is full of a lot of pride. Yes. And we want to avoid that. And, and not to mention appearing hypocritical at times. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So have that humility ooze out of there mm-hmm. without and still have the confidence that you are writing Amen. truth. And when you think about really the definition of humility, my pastor defines it as fully reliant on God. So we're, the, the truly humble are relying on God. They're humbling themselves before the Lord and he will lift us up. And so we have the confidence that as we make ourselves reliant on the Lord, he elevates us. And it's really not us to exactly. be uh, prideful anyhow. And, and one of our speakers is uh, Beatrice Bruno yes. um, and the, the drill sergeant mm-hmm. uh, of life. And yes. she's going to be speaking on writer, thou art loosed, mm. you know, and that's about, that's about stepping out uh, in confidence and mm. writing. Amen. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So blogging, um, any kind of online content, I even encourage people on your Facebook page, for example, or Twitter feed to be really mindful of what, what, for what purpose are you on this platform? Uh, certainly you can have um, uh, your purpose can be to stay connect with fa- connected with family and friends and share photos. But when you have public posts, I encourage anyone, especially young people, when I speak with them about managing their digital footprint and digital reputation, <laughs> how important that is in today's world, uh, especially for us as believers uh, to be mindful, as you said, to humble yourself and not not um, be on your high horse, but to be mindful of that, that you're representing Christ yes. and what you're communicating, how you're communicating. Really, you're, 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 um, uh, you're casting a light on God's reputation as, as representatives and ambassadors for Christ. So being mindful of if you're going to use Facebook or Twitter, uh, speak truth yes. <laughs> once yeah. again. Yeah. Humble truth. <laughs> yes. What about your thoughts about ebooks? Again, um, you know, with all of the technology we have today, I don't think uh, handheld paper books will ever go away. I know people have talked about concerns there. Uh, there's something about holding a real book in your hands, uh, especially and in including for me my Bible. Yes. I have a Bible, electronic Bible mm-hmm. on my phone. I read ebooks all the time, and there's certain books that I want to have the physical book. What are your thoughts about uh, ebooks as a tool and a platform uh, for writers to get their message across? Well, uh, the real beauty of ebooks is that uh, is they're able to be produced quickly, mm-hmm. and they're also able to be distributed broadly. You don't have to depend on brick and mortar mm-hmm. or or the mail or you know you can you can actually have it instant instantly delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people who are selling their books at 99 yes. cents a piece yeah. and they're making money yeah. doing it. And so it allows us to kind of try things. We're not really sure. So it's mm-hmm. good for new writers. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you'll take a chance on a new writer mm-hmm. for 99 right. cents, that's you know, right. but, it, and if you sell 5,000 of those, yeah, you know, then that's, bad. that's good. Yeah. Um, you know, but as far as a trend uh, for a while, they were out doing uh, physical books and now you've uh, that's kind of gone back the other way. Physical books are are outselling ebooks. Uh, you know who knows where that's going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm like you. I like a, a real book in the palm of my hand. Mm-hmm. And something really good is that technology has allowed physical books, the cost of producing those, mm-hmm. to really come down. And so, uh, as writers, those are available. Print on demand is a spectacular mm-hmm. thing. That's really helped the industry as writers so yeah. we could we could do that on our own yeah and and let's talk about print on demand and self-publishing um i self-published uh my books 
And uh, coming out of an academic environment as a psychology professor in higher education, I I noticed there were a few of my academic uh, colleagues who kind of looked down their nose on the fact that it was a self-published book. But again, if you think about what's my purpose, uh, I, I, I had a, a passion to write. I'm the mother of twins, and I felt like I was 10 months pregnant with triplets. That was the burden and the passion and the zeal with which I had to release my first book, do something different for a change. It wasn't about making money. It was about I have this message. I have this revelation of how God has put um, uh, strategies for how to overcome barriers to change and experience lasting change. And that it was a gospel message of change that was presented in a way that was um, palatable to believers and unbelievers alike. It was based on truth and it wasn't shoving scripture down an unbeliever's throat who wasn't ready to hear that. I had access to people who were interested in self-help and psychology. Mm -hmm. And so I had to get this message out. And self-publishing was the way to go. Uh, print on demand. is. I Initially, when I self-published my book, I had $3,000 worth of inventory in my garage. <laughs> and thank God I sold every one of those books. And now I print on demand. It's so easy. There's no shame in self-publishing. That's right. I agree. And and um, at this conference in our group, there are hundreds of people who have self-published and done so. Mm -hmm. uh, we're even going to have a session on that, uh, taught by Michael Clausen, who has dozens of books uh, traditionally published, but he'll help you get self-published. Amen. Uh, and it's a wonderful option, uh, again, as you said, for eBooks to kind of try it out if you're not sure. <laughs> but but be professional if you're going to self-publish. Oh, uh, hire an editor, mm -hmm. pay for a Absolutely. designer, put out the absolute best product Absolutely. you can. Absolutely. Thank you for, for adding that. And it certainly is an, at least an affordable way yeah. uh, to get your message out there. And I agree. Uh, make it uh, reputable. Uh, if you're using a service, make it reputable, not someone just taking your money, uh, but exactly. something that's going to put out a product you'd be proud of. And again, that's representing Christ. Exactly. That's good. Uh, what about any uh, last-minute tips on overcoming writer's block? And we'll, we'll close out the program. Well, with these you know tips. what? I, I, it's kind of weird, uh, you know, 40 years of doing this, I've, I, I've, uh, never had writer's block because I just keep writing, mm -hmm. just, just keep writing. And if you write from the heart mm -hmm. and, and you write where you're at mm -hmm. and you're always, you're never going to run out of topics. Mm -hmm. If you start writing about truth, Yes. if you have to make things up, then you're always going to be struggling. So what is truth? Where am I at? Mm -hmm. Right where you are, and you're going to overcome any kind of writer's block that you have. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to force things, then then you're going to struggle. Right, and I think, again, the key is writers write. And so when we really embrace our identity as a writer, then there's always something to write about. Yeah, never ending. <laughs> Excellent. Well, David, uh, Rupert, any last uh, thoughts or encouragements for people to come to the Writers on the Rock conference? I would just love for anybody to come, anybody that has an inkling, has a passion, somebody in their life, a teen uh, go to writersontherock.com, sign up today, use the code Dr. Peg. We'll give you a discount. We would love to have first-timers, old-timers, old, young, new. Please come on by. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being my guest today, David. Thank you. I'm Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark, reminding you to live well.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Living Well with Dr. Peg, brought to you every week by SSI Guardian. To listen to previous episodes, learn more about Dr. Peg's mental health and safety workshops, or to register for an upcoming VIP personal transformation retreat, visit drpegradio.com. You can also purchase Dr. Peg's books, Do Something Different for a Change, and Doggy Tales, Lessons on Life, Love, and Loss I Learned from My Dog, online at drpegradio.com. And remember to join us every Saturday at 1 p.m. on 94.7 KRKS for Living Well with Dr. Peg. Want to know everyday Christian that's going on in Denver? Log on to KRKS.com today. KRKS.com. Local ministries, up-to-date concert events, and even the latest weather. It's all at your fingertips at KRKS.com.